We welcome you once again to our uh, morning time in the Word together. A wonderful day in the Lord. And we're in the book of Ephesians for now and for several weeks to come. So uh, hopefully you have your Bible open to chapter 1. We're starting today with verse 3, where it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. So we start there that the Lord wants us to know that, that every spiritual blessing is already ours if we are in Christ. I realize that that takes a little adjusting in our thinking because we're always praying for God to bless us or bless somebody else. Uh, matter of fact, on several occasions throughout the years, I've challenged our church to pray for a week or a month without using either, either the word blessed or help. So when we, be, we sit down to pray and we say, Lord, bless so-and-so or help so-and-so, uh, we tend to be very general. And so I encourage them not to use those two words and to think a little deeper about what they're asking God to do. When we're asking God to bless us, usually we're thinking of tangible things such as health or, or money or, or jobs or, or relationships, those types of things. Those are all well and good. Those are important things. And so we're praying for God's blessing for us and those that we love and those we know. And those are good things. But you'll notice from our text here that we've already received every spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. So he is talking about something we already have. And on top of that, he's saying this, every spiritual blessing, every one of them, are already ours if we are in Christ Jesus. We can't get any more. We don't pray for any more. We don't look for any more. They're already ours. They're gifts from God that come with our salvation. If we are in Christ, we've already been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. That's a marvelous thing to consider. And then he begins to tick off here, and this is what you ought to be studying at home on your own. What are these spiritual blessings? What exactly does he have in mind? Certainly, he probably could have added to the list that he gives us here. But I want us to identify six spiritual blessings that are ours in Christ Jesus. And we'll look at those very quickly this morning as a bundle, and then we'll go back and, and look at them individually. Let's start off with verse 4. It says, Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, we have been chosen in Christ. Verse 5, we've been adopted. He predestined us to adoption as sons. We are in the adopted family of God. Verse 6, to the praise of the glory of his grace, which he freely bestowed on us and beloved, in him we have redemption. So now we have a third one, redemption, which he defines as the forgiveness of our trespasses. That's verse 7. In verse 8, he says he's made known to us the mystery of his will. God has unfolded for us the very mystery of his redemption program, historic program for humanity. Verse 11, we have obtained an inheritance. Uh, there's an inheritance that's been given to us, and he'll mention that later on down in another verse of Scripture as on this idea of inheritance. What have we inherited from him? And then in verse 13, he says, we've been sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, a sealing of the Holy Spirit. So six spiritual blessings that are ours from the moment of our conversion. Let's go back and look at the first one. Verse 4, 
just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. The word chose here is the word elect. Now, I know a lot of people get all wrapped up in that word of election, and we have doctrinal debates and so forth, but don't go there right now. Just enjoy the truth that before the foundation of the earth, before, before you were ever thought about by anyone else, before the world was created, God had already chosen you for himself. You're handpicked by God. He tells us why that we would be holy and blameless before him. Now, he's not telling us that we should live a holy and blameless life. That would be an application. And later on in the, in the book, he talks about such things. But we know none of us are totally holy or blameless. This is, again, a position. He is saying that he chose us to be holy. Holy means set apart. Holy means pure. He has set us apart to be holy, to be, to be pure and blameless, without blemish. And so, before the foundation of the earth, before uh, this universe was ever created, God, in his omniscience, in his sovereign wisdom, had already chosen you and I to be his before all that took place. Now, I know there's lots of debates on how this works and on the sovereignty of God and the choices of people. Those are debates in the right context that are worthy of our discussion. But right here, simply sit back and enjoy this truth. God has chosen you. You have been handpicked by the God of the universe to be his, that you would be set apart for him so that we could be forever, eternally holy and blameless. That's a wonderful blessing, and it's ours. It's a spiritual blessing in the Lord if you know him. So if you're a Christian, that's yours. Joy in that today. Rejoice. And we'll pick up the other blessings next time. May you have a wonderful day in the Lord.